Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, then look at the theories surrounding it. I won't give you any answers because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decipher yourself. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. This is a creature feature episode. And this one is a folklore episode, another one. This week we're off to New Zealand to search the waters for an ancient monster. We're looking at the Taniwa. In Maori folklore, there are creatures that live in the oceans, rivers, lakes and caves. I can't find any origin stories here, so I may have to return to this when I'm better equipped with knowledge. I will continue this episode, but it's likely going to be really short. Taniwa are said to kidnap women or eat people, but they are also known as guardians for tribes or specific ships. Some are said to offer gifts to people or cast spells on them. There are even some famous Taniwa, The explorer Coupe had a guardian Taniwa called Turangi, who would guide and protect canoes in the Cook Strait. Later on, a dolphin named Pelorus Jack swam with ships in the area. It's believed that this dolphin was actually Turangi in a different form. One Taniwa, which I'm not going to name because I don't want to butcher the pronunciation of it, began life as a shark. A chief caught him and kept him as a pet in a river. Over time, the Taniwa changed. It was no longer a shark and began to feast on people daring to travel on the river. A Taniwa slayer was called and he hid inside of a hollow log on the river. The Taniwa smelled him out and swallowed the log. The slayer cut his way out of the Taniwa's stomach, killing the creature. When it was inspected, The contents of its stomach contained the remains of the people and canoes that it had eaten. One Taniwa married a human. When his relatives insulted the Taniwa, she ran away and hid in a waterfall. Whilst in hiding, she continued to protect the people of the nearby village. One day, the river flooded and a canoe got dangerously close to going over the edge of the waterfall. The Taniwa came up out of the waterfall and held the canoe back from the edge of the waterfall to save it, protecting the villagers once more. In 2002, plans for a highway near Waikato were opposed by the Maori in the area. It was opposed because the construction would have destroyed the home of the Taniwa there. Because of the opposition, the plans for the highway were changed and it was built in a different area. In Northland, a similar situation happened. This time, it was a prison being planned. The people of the area thought there was a Taniwa living in the form of a log in the nearby waterways. They said that if the plans went ahead, the Taniwa would no longer be able to move. This time, the opposition was ignored and the prison was built anyway. In 2010, An article surfaced in New Zealand Geographic about something that happened in 1963. Bev Haynes was in a dinghy 
on Lake Rotoiti on the Nelson Lakes National Park, waiting for her husband, Clinton. She recalled that there had been a boat race the week before and a boat had lost a propeller. Clinton had gone diving into the lake to try and retrieve it. The lake was created by a glacier and is quite deep. Clinton had gotten around 100 feet down when he noticed a large shape moving towards him. He took out his knife to defend himself, but then noticed multiple other creatures coming for him. Instead of staying to see what they were, he swam back up to the surface. Bev instantly knew something was wrong when she saw Clinton's face. Then she spotted the creatures in the water. Full of adrenaline, she pulled her husband onto the boat. Due to the speed of his ascent, Clinton had a mild case of the bends, so Bev had to row the dinghy to shore and took Clinton to the hospital. He spent two days in the hospital to recover. He said that he had nightmares for months and refused to go back in the water. Those are all the stories I have of the Taniwa. So let's talk about what they look like. The Taniwa lives in water around New Zealand. But what do they look like? Let's take a look. Some Taniwa are giant lizards, complete with wings. Some take the shape of sea creatures like sharks, whales or dolphins. Some even look like logs floating on the river. They can even be reptile-like sea creatures. The fact that they're able to shapeshift suggests that we don't really know what they look like, but I'm sure someone out there will know exactly what they look like. The Taniwa is a Maori creature said to live in the waterways of New Zealand. But what exactly is it? I don't rightfully know. As folklore, it falls right into the same thing as all of the other folklore. It either exists or it doesn't. Maori culture gives these creatures a lot of respect and I'm not going to try and disprove them. It's up to you to decide what you want to believe. I will, however, take a bit of time talking about the sighting in 1963, because Clinton Haynes didn't see or get attacked by Taniwa. He encountered a group of long, thin eels. People who have seen them describe them as logs that move, and they can grow to be up to two metres in length. They hide in the depths during the day because it's darker and cooler, and are antisocial by nature. Clinton's presence there was enough for them to attack. Like I said, I won't tell you whether or not the Taniwa is real. Learning about the longfin eels in New Zealand will allow you to make a more informed decision. The information from this episode came from a Tira article about Taniwa, a Wowza article about Taniwa, and a New Zealand Geographic article about Taniwa. 
References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and still plan to post short pieces on TikTok as well as putting the episodes on YouTube, but I'm going to need time to plan that properly. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There's a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway, and the link to the Patreon is also on the link tree. As before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do that. My email address is also in the episode description if you'd like to send me spooky stories, unexplained events or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough of those, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. The next episode will be out on Wednesday. And next week's Creature Feature will be out on Saturday, January 21st. So hold on until then. (laughs) 